I'm 250 pounds. We could talk food all day. And we can have a recipe episode. We've talked about that before. We should do that. We should do that. That is smart. And here's cast out the field. Yeah, yeah there you go. I'm game. Let's do that. Awesome. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of PierceCast. Tony and I are joined by Emily Feline, Service Learning Manager, and work-study student Gavin Reaver for today's episode. Hunger Awareness Month is this month, and we wanted to discuss some of the resources available to students and the community, including the Nourish Mobile Food Truck and the Food and Hygiene Pantry. So thank you for listening. Thank you, Emily and Gavin, for coming on today, and I'm really looking forward to this episode. Yeah. Me too. I didn't realize you guys were slinging episodes this past month. You threw out like three different ones. We did, yeah. <laughs> awesome. We just got on a roll and stayed on it. Cool. Nice. <laughs> been on, I've been on sabbatical, so this is my. This is only my second one back, so I'm still... Tony's I'm still feeling good. good, back behind the <laughs> mic. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Well, especially since this is um, the first time that Gavin and Tony are meeting. Gavin, you want to give a little background where you're from, how you got where you are now, and, and how you got started in the work that you're doing? Yeah. My name is Gavin. I've lived in Puyallup, Washington my entire life. Um, I'm 22 years old, about to turn 23, actually. This is actually my second endeavor at uh, Pierce College. I was at Pierce College before in 2019 and decided to drop out and just work full time. And then once COVID hit, I actually decided to come back and completely changed my degree to become an accountant. So then when I came back, I was just kind of struggling to find what to do, I guess, with myself. I've never really been involved in school or like volunteering or anything like that. And then I found the job that Emily Feline, the service learning manager, put out which is at Nourish, which is a food bank that operates every Wednesday from 4.30 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. at the uh, Fort Silicon campus on parking lot D. Nice and my job. Nice fun. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm curious. So um, how, so what were you doing? How did what what put you in the space to find find the position to begin with? What were you doing? What were you looking for? I was looking for something, every job I've ever had while I'm at school, they just don't care about like my school, I guess. They don't care about like balancing the hours and working with me schedule wise. So that was like the main thing I was looking for. But I also wanted a job that I felt like I was making like a good difference, not just like slinging hours. So that really helped with this job. It's made a huge difference. and I'm really happy being here. Yeah, you're making a big difference. And I believe Emily mentioned that you're working on a project, a video project. Is that correct? Yeah. So we're actually, the video should be out on May 2nd, I think, is when it's shooting. Um, we just finished everything. Pretty much what it is, is just highlighting two main resources on the college, the food hygiene pantry and then the nourish. And it pretty much just explains the whole entire process of what to do through signing up, getting there, what it looks like once you're there. I felt like I felt like it would have been nice for me because I've had to 
use resources like this to like know exactly what I'm walking into. So that was like a huge reason why I did it. And plus hunger awareness month is coming up May, the month of May. So Shout out to hunger I thought that timeline was great. Yeah, exactly. So have you, in your experience there, have you noticed um, an increase in, um, in folks using the, the resources uh, since COVID has, I guess you don't have any pre-COVID uh, experience to draw from, but like what has the experience been um, relative to, to COVID and, and folks need to use uh, the resources? Yeah, so I actually started in November of 2021. So that's where I can go off of. I've heard that it was really busy once COVID hit and they had to bring in like the National Guard and stuff to help people because it was just so crazy. But from what I've seen, it's really, the numbers fluctuate. So I would say like from November to January, for some reason there really wasn't a lot of people coming in. I don't know if stuff started to open back up, people started to need more food or what the case was, but like from February till now, the numbers has been jumping like crazy, especially with students. Like normally we'd have like maybe five students each each Wednesday come and now I've been seeing like 20 the past month every single time so yeah the numbers have been gaining increasing for sure and that's part of my job at the truck as well once I'm there is taking data down on certain demographics and people that use the truck. Emily is that sort of a spike something that you've seen in the past before Gavin joined or is that something totally new kind of this time around? Um, since the truck operates um, outside, I think now that winter's over and we don't have the, well, this month has been particularly cold, but the, it's, it's a little bit warmer. Um, the rain isn't quite quite as fierce and, and daily. So I think you do see a lot more people once the, once the winter is over. Um, however, I think for a lot of people, particularly our students, you know, the pandemic is not over for them as much as we say things are opening back up and, you know, we're starting to return to, I think, what what we're calling the new normal. Um, for a lot of our students, that's that's still not the case. Um, still uh, vital resources um, that they need to be able to not only maintain um you know, their academics, but also just, you know, daily living. Um, you know, we, the Pierce College participates in a national survey through the Hope Center. Um, and they did, uh, I think, uh, most recent results that we have from 2019. So this was right before the pandemic. So this is not including any COVID data. 46% um, of, um, of two-year colleges that participated, which includes Pierce College, 46% of the students reported um, a high um, need for uh, or a high level of food insecurity. Um, so that's a huge number. That's almost, it's almost half of our student population in two-year colleges in the state of Washington. Um, so Nourish really meets a great need that we have, as well as our food and hygiene pantry. Um, so Nourish, um, it, you're able to shop for um, groceries, uh, you know, more of those shelf-stable items and some fresh produce and vegetables and eggs and milk. 
Um, but Gavin referred to our campus food and hygiene pantry. Um, and that's a great resource for students who may be jumping from, you know, class and needing to get to a job or needing to, you know, go pick up their children and, and they haven't had lunch um, and it's now 4 p.m. So the food and hygiene pantry is a great way to, to grab that on-the-go meal, um, grab some snacks that'll sustain you. Um, and then there are also some hygiene items um, that, that they have available. But um, so the food and hygiene pantry kind of meets that more immediate need, that daily need, whereas the nourished food pantry can set you up for, you know, getting back to your house and having groceries for the week. Um, so it's a nice mix that we have to be able to offer students. Um, I didn't know, Gavin, if you wanted to add in a little bit more about the food and hygiene pantry. I think you nailed it. It's a really easy process and it's really just for on the go snacks, like you said, like between classes or stuff like cup of noodles or chips or if you need hygiene items, toothpaste, soaps. So, yeah. yeah. And where is this pantry located? This is a, on the Fort Silicon campus is the Student Life Building, which is okay. what the Cascade. Is that the Cascade building? Yeah. So. so is Nourish, is Nourish um, providing for the, the food pantry as well? Or what other system, what other food and hygiene systems are we tapped into where we kind of are able to receive those uh, resources? Yeah, so that's actually a great question. The, the Food and Hygiene Pantry is a campus-supported resource. Um, so it, it uh, operates from institutional funds, uh, funds from student government, um, and then donations from other, other uh, staff and faculty and students on campus. Um, so it really is a community resource, uh, which is very cool. So, um, and I think I, I should mention also um, for the food and hygiene pantry, they, they have those grab and go items, um, but they also do keep a supply of um, more shelf stable items. Um, and if so, if you'd like a, to take a grocery bag with you, um, they can they can give you a list of what they have and then you can sort of customize a grocery bag to take with you, which is very cool. Do we um, do we prioritize certain uh, foods or certain items in the pantry? So if I was a student listening to the podcast, um, what could I expect to to uh, have access to in a pantry on a given day or a given week um, based on like what we're prioritizing at the college? Yeah. So like I said before, it's really just items that are easily accessible and not really cooking because Stuff like canned goods, which you can get at Nourish, they don't really hand out stuff like that because you need stuff to open something like that, like a can opener or you need like a pot in a pan. So it's cup noodles, top of ramen, um, pre-made pasta, chips, uh, granola bars. There's more that I'm probably spacing on. I've only been there once. So Emily, if you want to add on to that stuff. Yeah, no, I think I think you... you um... You nailed it there. It's, it's items that, um, that you can, uh, that don't require, they, you know, maybe you want to microwave them, but they don't require a stove and, and, and actual cooking utensils. Um, so, you know, you can grab your cup of noodles, pop over to the cafeteria and heat that up with some water. Um, you know, and, and like Gavin said, the pre-made pastas, they have, um, the, uh, soups that are in the to-go, um, containers, um, Easy Mac, um, so yeah, things like that, uh, granola bars and, and crackers and things. Um, so yeah. And Emily, what's, 
can you explain the process of signing up there? Because I've only been there once, like I said. Is it just the, your name and then student ID, or how easy is it for a student to sign yeah, up? Yeah, so they are not requiring um, much in the way of, uh, you know, sh showing your ID or anything like that. Um, it's just, you know, you you can just walk up to the desk at Student Life and, and ask for um, something from the pantry. Or, if, again, if you'd like to request a grocery bag, they can help fill that for you. Um, but it does, it is, it used to be out in the hallway and now it's actually in the student life office, but process is still very easy. You can just walk in and, and ask for one of the items. So. And can members of the college or the community donate items to be used in the pantry? Yeah, so um, through the student life webpage, there's a food and hygiene pantry link. Um, so you can read through the webpage to get um, any information you need, but then there's also, um, they're, they're working on setting up a link to an Amazon wish list, but um, there's a way to donate uh, through the Amazon wish list, or if you'd like to just drop off donations, you can just drop them off to the student life office. I appreciate the innovative uh, process of like, leveraging Amazon and these other these other sources to uh, to be able to deliver the food. Yeah. Yep, it's great. Um, and I, I really like the fact that it's a it truly is a campus campus resource because it's supported by our campus community. You know, we we're the ones that keep it running. Um, so, you know, if we are ever in need of of something from the pantry, you know, it, it's sort of a what goes around comes around kind of a thing. And I really like that. And to add on to kind of what you were saying, um, if anyone's listening to this and you're a student, you should just roll in there, see what it's about. Because everyone there is super cool, friendly. It feels like home when you walk in there. So I love it. And so your video, Gavin, does that include information as well about the pantry or is it more focused on the mobile food truck? and accessing that resource. Yeah, so it's it's a mix of both. I okay. kind of run like the nourish part of the video and then Joey, who is the director of student life, he is part of the, the food and hygiene pantry part. So you'll see a, a mix of both, like the process of how to sign up, what you can get there, how easy it is. And actually I'll mention the nourish signing up since we mentioned the hygiene pantry. Uh, when you arrive, um, all you'll need is your name of everyone in your household and yourself your date of birth as well of everyone in your household and yourself, and then your address. It's very simple, but you don't actually have to have an address. That's just something they want, I guess. So, yeah, I, was gonna, I appreciate you for clarifying that because I was going to ask, so if I was, you know, houseless at the moment or what have you, was that going to prevent me from being able to get access to mm -hmm. Okay. Nourish, is, Nourish has a policy where no one is turned away. Um, so if you are homeless, they just simply write in no address and, and you're still able to shop for groceries. And actually, and if, if folks are compelled to donate to Nourish as well, um, when the truck is there, they also are equipped to take donations for you. So if you did want to donate to Nourish too, you can, you can do that as well. And you mentioned that is Wednesdays from 4.30 to 6.30, correct? On the FS campus? Yep. You'll see a big, big truck from the main road. It's hard to miss. So can you talk a little bit about the partnership with Nourish and how that works, um, you know, Gavin, between yourself and whoever else is, I'm assuming, uh, bringing the truck on campus, um, what that partnership is like, um, how it started? 
and um, how you see it kind of growing? Um, yeah. So I'm not really sure exactly when Nourish started up here. So I think it was like 2019 or something. But there's one driver that shows up every single Wednesday. He's awesome. His name's Gary. Shout out to Gary. Yeah, shout out to Gary. And then there's two volunteers that are always there. Judy and Susie, one of them is a professor actually here at Pierce College. Um, and those three people kind of run the show there. And I'm just kind of just a helper. I do whatever they need for me. And I can see it hopefully going back to the Puyallup campus in terms of growing. And they also just added two more locations. And I'm not sure where exactly, but they're up to 21 locations now, I think. So you're not just subject to being at Pierce College. Like if you want to use a nurse resource, you could use any other 21 locations since you're in their system. Um, but yeah, that's in terms of growing, they're growing quickly. Um, and Gavin, I think you were selling yourself a little short there by saying you were just a helper. You do awesome work there. <laughs> if, if you were there, you'd see they're like, they're a smooth operating machine. Like when you're in there, it's everything runs smooth. So we got the process down. We actually just changed the process. Um, before you would just, because of COVID reasons, you would drive up with your car and we would just fill up your car with food, with boxes. And, and a lot of the times it was too much food, honestly, and people would waste it. But then they changed it back to their old way where you'd actually shop, like grocery shop inside the truck with the grocery cart. So I think it's been a, a really good switch. And that happened about whenever the mask mandate was lifted. So like a month ago, I think. Oh, yeah. Less than that now. Yeah. Yeah. So the drive through model was was put in place out of necessity for safety and everything. But, um, but yeah, it's really nice to be able to have that choice. Um, and that also really helps, um, helps customers feel like it is more of a normalized grocery shopping experience and not that you are accepting charity from a food pantry. Um, you get to choose your own groceries just as you normally would. And so, so it, it's, it's a great model. And um, I think it's, it makes the customers feel more comfortable. They also have some really good stuff there, like stuff that you'd buy at the grocery store that's actually expensive sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like you'll just get like this meaty steak or like these really good vegetables. I'm just like, dang, I'm going to have to shop <laughs> it myself. Like you save a lot of money. Like you really don't stuff. Oh, definitely for, like for, after my, for after my ship. Just so that. Just yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and in the summertime, a lot of farmers will stop by with boxes of uh, produce that, you know, they pick from like their, their fruit trees. And so they'll stop by with bins of apples and pears and things. So um, it's a really cool, a very cool community vibe. I love it. I think one of the things that I'm, I keep hearing from both Gavin, you and Emily is how tuned in everyone working there is to the stigmatization of uh, receiving uh, food resources and so how um, policy and just practice and care and love is put into how we do this service in a way that tries to reduce and minimize as much stigmatization as possible. I'm just, I'm loving the, the whole vibe and the whole feel of it. Uh, Gavin, to your point about um, delivering foods that are super high quality, uh, that's, that's just, that's a good feeling. It is. And a, a common trend I see a lot of the times when people come here, they're like, Oh, like I can sign up. Like, I thought this was just for certain people. Like, no, like anybody can come use this. Like, please come. We're, we're going to treat you like family when you're here. So come through, get some food. 
we want you to be here. We're going to treat you awesomely while you're here. And we, we want the same from you to treat us like we're awesome. I love it. A mutual love for sure. It sounds like a good place to be. Yes. If you want to volunteer, see Gavin. <laughs> yeah. Can we put uh, your contact info in the podcast description, Gavin, or how can people reach out to you if they want to volunteer or learn more? Yeah, uh, you could put my contact information. I just my email, which is greber nine zero six four at smail.pcd.edu. All right, and you'll see my flyers around the school as well. Oh, good. Okay, and you'll have students and community will have the uh, video as well that you're about to release, right? So where can they find that? That will be. There's, we're still kind of deciding. There's going to be a lot of areas that's going to be. It's going to be on YouTube. Um, it's going to be on hopefully Canvas and the CTC links. I'm not sure how that's going to work exactly, but and then somewhere on the Pierce College page, maybe on the Park website, which if you guys don't know what that is, that's a huge hub of resources that anybody can use on the Pierce College website. Park, it stands for Pierce Advocacy... Resource Center? Is that what it is? So close. Did I get that right? <laughs> so close. <sighs> Pierce Advocacy Resource Connections. <laughs> the three the three first ones were, yeah. were important words. So we got we got part of it. But <laughs> you yeah, did better than it's I on that have. page. <laughs> and I think it'll be linked through Student Life as well. So you'll be able to find out the video on the Student Life page. That's cool. So so Gavin, I'm curious, uh, what was your uh, personal goal in in shooting the, the video spot and was there anything that you learned uh, during the process of making it? the video kind of changed a couple times like what it was going to be at first it was just kind of like to show like hey come use this resource like this is it but then it kind of became more into like this is exactly how things are going to go like I want you to see exactly what you're going to walk and do. Cause I have super bad anxiety sometimes when I'm like going to try something new. I'm like, I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is about to be about. So I really wanted to paint that picture. Like this is, there's nothing different. Once everything you see right here is what you're going to get once you're there. Yeah. So Gavin had mentioned earlier, May is hunger awareness month. Um, so we're, we're putting out the video for students to be able to be aware of the food resources on campus. Um, we also are participating in a hunger walk and 5k and um, the uh, walk is sponsored by the Emergency Food Network, um, which is one of the nonprofit organizations we do a lot of work with. Um, they are a big, uh, they call themselves the food pantry to the food pantries. Um, they do a lot of food distribution and supply to a lot of the local pantries, including Nourish. So, so everything's all interconnected. So Emily, I heard you use a term uh, in, um, describing uh, food, emergency food network. And so um, the word emergency kind of jumped out at me um, as you were describing it. And I'm, and I'm wondering if you know, I'm not sure if you do, but like what does, in terms of hunger, like what does emergency food look like and how does that differ than, for instance, like maintenance food or what, right? So is, is there a difference? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's a good question. Um, in terms of where that name originated, I don't know, but um, a lot of the work, aside from supplying food to food pantries, um, which is more for that, um, you know, addressing that long-term sustenance issue, 
Um, emergency Food Network also does do um, or does organize emergency um, distribution situations. Um, particularly as an example around COVID, they organized home delivery um, for people who needed that. So rather than supplying food to food pantries and then saying, please come, they packed up food and said, we need to bring this to you um, if you're unable to get out. Um, and then they also um, started packing um, break bags for students um, to take home with them um, over the over the break, if there was um, an issue at home where there there wasn't going to be enough food with everybody, you know, now home and not getting the, that free breakfast and free lunch at school, um, so they they provide food for students in those situations too. So, so yeah, they do they do a lot of great work. The real question is, how can we get that to students? That since the campus still isn't really fully back to where it was. Like a lot of the times it would just be right in front of you when you show up at the campus, but now it's not the same and people necessarily don't look for it sometimes. So that's one thing we've been trying to do is figure out how to get to them virtually in a convenient way as well, because convenience is huge when it comes to anything nowadays. I think it'd be nice if every single professor would mention like the resources we have, but I know not a lot of kids will actually listen. But some teachers have made it part of their like curriculum, like we did have an idea with one of the nutrition professors, uh, Casey Graves, I believe her name is. And a couple students from her class wanted to use the products we have at Nourish and do like a uh, recipe video with the products. And then put that on our class because she has a nutrition class. So if we can incorporate our resources in their class somehow like that where it's fun or like actually involves work, not just like some link that you see when you first get to class, like... I think that would. Yeah, and I mean, who better to reach the students than our faculty who spend who spend a lot of time with them? So yeah, so just trying to help faculty spread the word and help faculty be aware of what's available as well is is really helpful. So. Mm -hmm. I'm 250 pounds. We could talk yeah. food all day. <laughs> like it's never. And we can have a recipe episode. We've talked about that before. <laughs> yeah. We should do that. We that should do that. And we can do start to finish and like go to the food truck, talk about our experience there, describe it for people who haven't seen it yet since they're still only listening to our voices and then make something cool. Cook yeah. up a dish. Yeah. Ears cast out mm. the field. I'm game. Yeah. yeah, there you go. I'm game. I'm game. <laughs> awesome. Let's Very cool. I'm going to get you guys like chef hats and the aprons that say Pierce Gas on them. There you go. Like, there you go. We'll, we'll do that's your own thing going on. That'll exactly. be the first video version of our podcast that we release. That's awesome. <laughs> and Tony's got some really good recipes and some vegan ones too. So yeah, we're going to go plant-based. Awesome. <laughs> we actually have uh, the last like three weeks. There's been a lot of plant-based stuff at the nurse truck. It, uh, that's a sign. Boom, send it out into the atmosphere for all my plant-based <laughs> folks out there. They're representing for us at the, in the nourish truck. Let's go. That's awesome. Thank you both again, Gavin and Emily, for joining us today and speaking on the resources available for our listeners. If you, and by you, I mean any of our listeners, want to reach out to Emily or Gavin, check out the episode description. Their contact information is going to be right there and be sure to come by and check out the Nourish mobile food truck and the food and hygiene pantry that we talked about. With that, 
We will see you on the next episode. Thank you guys for having me on. Uh, who chose the intro song to your podcast? Yeah, a little jingle. That was actually, that was you, Tony, or Joey, right? Because no, Renard was, made that, it. Yeah, brother Renard. Uh, 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 staff that's his work. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Cool. That's, that's, that's his handiwork. Yeah. I feel like every time I'm like, I listen to a couple of your podcasts, but every time I like, like hear that little jingle, I just get my own little like mode. Like, it takes you there, right? He's I'm talent. He's got this, talent. Yeah. He's got talent. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, he does. <laughs> we'll have to let him know. <laughs> <laughs>